I'd sooner kill you than look at you. But let's start with look. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 232. I am here with Zendara. Kara, say hi. Hello, everyone. Hello, Warcast. Ren couldn't make it today, unfortunately, so Kara stepped in at the last minute. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing well. We just had the Legion QA literally like 15 minutes ago. It mm-hmm. ended, so I'm kind of coming off the high of watching Ian Hazakostas <laughs> and Lore. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about this. All right. I love these Q&As. I really do. I love that they do them. Me but too. But there are times when I just go, we knew this. We knew this. Move on. Yeah. They went over the AP question that I think was your question on a previous QA. I, yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. It was and, like two months ago uh, or something. Or three. Yeah. I think there comes a point where they just get the same question over and over and over and over that they just reiterate it for the greater good. <laughs> I get see now I would have, all right, there's something that's been bothering me lately because I've been getting up jewel crafting and, and uh, alchemy on a new tune. I'll talk about that a little more later, but um, I would love to have a shared account bank. Like just yes. something that, so instead of having to log out, log on to my bank tune, grab a whole bunch of somethings and then mail it and then re-log into the other tune, it would be nice if I could just go to like a shared bank area and say, okay, like all the all the stuff that, it doesn't have to be everything that all my characters have. Like here's what happened. In EverQuest 2, they had a shared bank. So you had your personal bags and then you had the shared bank tabs. A, a shared bank bags and so you would put all your gathering stuff into the shared bank stuff and then you would be on like your major or your wizard or something like that and then you would say oh i need such and such oh it's all in the shared bank you don't have to log out log back in that was so convenient and Very now that so. i'm doing the whole gathering making thing it's like i have all these old mats that have been in my guild bank for you know, like months. It's like, oh, you know, we we have, um, I don't know, rag veil, dream foil, that sort of stuff. Like, you know, been just sitting around forever. It's like, oh, I have to log out, log back in. Oh, I forgot I needed 10 more. I have to log out, log back in. I don't know, man. I think your herbs are probably dried out by now. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, I do remember the shared bank slots when I played EverQuest, yeah. and that was super helpful. Yeah. I do think they've made a stride in making it so that you don't have to take the items out of your bank to use them in trade skills. That's that's convenient, yeah. So this would probably be, if they ever put something like that in, it would be the next step into making trade skills even more convenient. Well, I think that it's a it's a serious quality of life thing mm-hmm. um, because... Why, if, as a programmer, I know from what I've read about uh, the back end of your inventory, it's just a database. And the game already knows what your characters already have. Okay. So why not just tie them all together and put like eight slots or something? You can put eight slots, eight bags, um, and and just fix it that way. Yeah, because isn't it uh, 30 silver to mail something? What is it? It's 30, really low. 30 copper. 30 copper. You know what it is? The logging out doesn't bother me. I mean, you know, it doesn't bother me. What I feel is a problem are people on my real ID that are like seeing me log off and log back on all the time. It's like log out spam. And 
that bothers me the most. It's it's it's. You're so considerate. Well, no, I try to. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I just mean the the copper to mail something to your own character is really arbitrary at this mm-hmm. point in the game. Um, I do know that they made it so you can only hold something in your mailbox for what thirty days, so that people don't use it for storage like they yeah. used to <laughs> years ago. I used to be able to do that, yeah. Yeah, so something like this would definitely help. It would bypass all of that. Yeah, it would. It really really good idea. And you know what? I wouldn't even mind being charged thirty cents or or something like that for 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 withdrawing something out of that. You know, to sort of cover the cost of of the mailing. Like, charge me. I don't care. I just had a thought. What? It could replace void storage. Uh, Imagine if your void storage was across characters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that the original void storage cost is a little more than thirty copper. Yeah, it is. Um, but you're right. It's it's like void storage. First off, void storage for me. I haven't even been to my void storage. There's still some stuff in there, but ever since they put the whole account wide transmog stuff in there, I haven't even been there. Exactly. So if they could have like a, a vendor with a with a, a shared bank, that would be amazing. And anyway, this is sort of like a long tangent off of me saying these are the kinds of questions that I'd like to see in these Q&As. It's always the same thing. Artifact power. The legendaries are crap. That sort of thing. And I'd like to see a little bit different. And they said in a couple of weeks, I guess that means two weeks, they're going to do a, a PvP Q&A. Yes. Um I'm really not into PvP anymore. I'll probably watch it anyway. And then what was the one they were doing after that? I forgot. I didn't pay attention. No. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they said there's there's going to be another one after that. Uh, so Just keep an eye on the Twitter feed for Warcraft, and I'm sure we'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Nope, so there's that. Uh, what do you want to do first? You want to talk about your week first, or you want to do the Q and A first? Um, let's do the Q and A since All we're right. coming off of that. All right. My head. Uh, first question was uh, the balance of power quest. Uh, that's just an artifact um, skin. It says uh, somebody asked if it's going to be account wide. Uh, Ian said no, and I have to agree with that. Eh, I have no opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's so funny. As I'm watching this, a lot of the stuff is going over my head, and I feel like I'm not a complete noob at the game. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely still a noob in some ways, but a lot of the stuff I feel was geared towards uh, very uh, progression-focused mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. So some of it was just not relevant to my interests. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, this said in 7.2, we're going to get more champion slots, another trait added to relics, and um, um, I, I, they didn't give a date, so I'm thinking it's still a while back. Ren and I are thinking it's going to be like the end of March, maybe beginning of April or something like that. It, I don't know. I'm starting I to get this feeling like it may even be later than that. I don't mind if they push it later, to be honest. Um, my... Raid team, we're still working on the Nighthold normals. Mm -hmm. We're not done with that yet. And I still feel like there's a lot of content that I haven't played yet. And I I play a decent amount. I mean, I'm not online all the time. But I do feel like the more they space it out, the less that (laughs) we will get uh, just overwhelmed with everything. I see when you're on. 
<laughs> I, I how won many, a lot. How many hours were you in Nighthold the other day? Oh, gosh. Um, well, You're I a... went through LFR because yeah. they opened the new LFR. Oh, this week. that's what it was. Okay. So I did one uh, one boss in that before my raid, and then I went back with my normal raid team. I, for, I think we raid for like three or four hours. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't um, too bad. I made sure I stood up and stretched. I took plenty of breaks. Got to got to work on you know self care while you're playing games. It's you, important. You do. You do. We'll get to that because they talked about that later in the Q and A. So we'll get to that. Uh, somebody asked why don't legendaries change with specs, and I wrote in parentheses in my notes. I said, well, why would it? And I I, I guess I personally wouldn't expect an item to change. Maybe some people do, but I think it's fine the way it is. But. I've been fine. Like, all right. So I've been leveling different characters. Like now I'm leveling a monk, and then I also started leveling a death knight. And um, also, I mean, a, not a death knight, a demon hunter. And um, Lindy actually whispered to me. He's like, um, like what? What spec did you uh, did you go with leveling up? I said, well, I went with havoc. Um, no, wait, Ven- wait, we- no, Havoc. Havoc is DPS and Vengeance is tanking, I think. Okay, so I can't I- keep him straight. So I went, I went DPS, and he says, well, he went tanking. He says, it takes a little longer to kill stuff, but you'd never die. Like, well, uh-huh. that's, that's good. Um, but the way that I see it is that when you get a piece of gear, I, I don't really expect it to change. So I don't even know why that question came up. Because gear doesn't change with your spec. I don't think. I've never seen it happen. I think if it's more for the uh, characters like a druid or a paladin that can do all the different roles. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a paladin healer, it will change an int oh. to a strength if you change to the other role. I know what they mean. They're talking about like when you look at a piece of gear, you mouse over it and it'll say like int or like whatever's for that. And then in mm-hmm. gray, it'll say plus agility. I guess that's what right, they're talking right. about. Oh, I see. The way I interpreted that question was, and mine is, my perspective is very mage focused. So I play a frost mage, and I honestly didn't know till this past week that there were specific legendaries for specific specs. Mm-hmm. So I went through and I actually looked at the, um, the fire legendaries mm-hmm. just to check out what the effects were. And my thought for this question was, why doesn't the legendary effect change? Like between if you get a legendary bracer for frost, why mm-hmm. wouldn't it change to a legendary fire bracer if you change your spec? Yeah. But it's a completely different item. All right. Now that I think about it, I think I would have to agree with the person who wrote the question because I had forgotten about the gray part of, of mousing over. So so why couldn't they put something on a legendary that has like int, stamina, crit and then like maybe plus agility or something is gray or something like that? Right. Yeah. It seems like a a legendary item is meant to be just that item and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um they did say that spec specific drop rates are coming in 7.2 um which is nice. Um I wrote is the legendary system broken? That was a note I sort of wrote to myself. Uh because it just seems like people are complaining about something which should be awesome. And yeah, I'm, I'm that's- just that's the thing that happens in well, the world. <laughs> well, no, no, I understand that, but people are are saying that, like, I've got three legendaries, and then some people are saying, "Well, I haven't gotten one legendary yet." Um, I feel bad for them, but then um, Ian was saying that there are some people that are 
being left out of raid teams because they don't have like that extra 5% because they don't have legendaries. It's not their fault, really, that the game didn't give it to them. So I think they're going to try and address that also. But again, maybe maybe there could have been a better system in place. They they said they're going to have the... Um, what is it? In 715, they have a new Lux... What I call it the Lux system. Oh, where, what is their official term for it? I don't remember. Oh, no. When you can think of something, but you can't quite think of it, and it's right there. <laughs> ah, my brains. Um, bad luck protection. Bad luck protection. Is that it? Yes, that's it. Ah. So they're going to... But still some people are um, are not doing well with that. There's some people in my guild that just don't have anything. That's a shame. And I feel bad, but I, I don't know. I can't help them. Um, All you can do is just play more. Yeah. Uh, play more world quests, get those emissary drops. I've seen that it can drop off a Blingtron 6K. Yeah. So make sure if you see those around, just grab that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that also. Uh, as, when I did... This um, is an LFR. I mean, just, just keep going. My Death Knight turned 110 last week, and then the first thing I did was the, um, uh, no, wait, what did I do? Was it in the chest? I don't remember if, or was it the World Quest Weekly Boss? I don't remember what it was, but I got an 880 chest. Ooh. So that was nice. Very um, nice. Yeah. Um, somebody asked, why is AP a long-term system? I, I, I get where this person is coming from with this question. Um and and Ian made a really good response, and I sort of have to agree with this on that. He says that even if you don't get something out of a raid or a dungeon or a heroic or a mythic or something, you walk away with something. Right. And based on that design, I have to agree with that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, back in the day, uh, well, my raid team runs on personal loot. So if you don't get a piece of loot, you get – if you roll, you get gold. Uh-huh. And – uh, nowadays, if you roll instead of getting gold, you get artifact power, yeah. and I think that's been well received, at least in my team. Um, there's none of that uh, gold kind of feeling anymore. It's it's like, oh, okay, I didn't get loot. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. He he does make a really good point. So I have to. Agree that. Then there's a second part that I wrote to this. Um, he says they don't want AP to be the thing that you work for. But this sort of goes back to the people that are not getting legendaries is that if you have a lot of bad luck, then AP is really all you've got. If if you've got like gear, if, if, if that's the one thing that's holding you back, then that, that, that is what you're working towards at the very least. Right. Even, even not just consciously, it's still something that you're working towards. So, um, I think there's a difference between the mentality of, oh my gosh, I have to get all the AP, I have to get my legendary maxed out, or not legendary, my artifact maxed out, versus the mentality of, okay, I'm playing the game, mm-hmm. this is my weapon, and these are the things that I get sometimes that I put in my weapon, and as I play, my weapon gets slightly better over time, mm-hmm. but it's not a focus or a rush. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, somebody asked, "Why make? Why not make the AP class wide?" This goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, and <laughs> this is sort of like a variation of my question. Yep. Um, and I, I, I get where this guy is coming from, but 
I have to say that after listening to Ian's answer, and I'm not just saying this because like, well, Ian said so. I mean, I, I try to look at things because I'm a software engineer. I sort of look at things from like a design board, right? Like you a have whiteboard. A good perspective on like that how, too. A lot of people don't have. Right. You want to not make things too easy, but you don't want to make things too hard, and that's you want the, to make it feel rewarding. Yes, and balance has been the biggest problem in WoW and every other game that has ever come out on the planet. A like balance in the game is never ever easy to do mainly because different people have different expectations and different play styles. Yes. Um, so he says that the, the reason why it's not is because it's about the artifact. And I, I get that, but I don't know if I agree with it because as I've said before, if you're a druid, you've got four specs, that's four times you got to deal with all that. Right. I think it would be a nice quality of life if simply having your artifact power as a currency instead of a token that you have to click would be nice, simply because then you could spend your AP in whatever weapon you want after Mm -hmm. you obtain it, rather than having to switch specs, click the AP token, then switch specs back, and then click an AP token for depending on what you want, uh, what role you want your AP weapon to be. Yeah. Yeah, so I I sort of like that. Um, it's just a little janky right now. They said the thing gonna... is, though, the more they do things like this, the more they learn what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So in the future, they'll learn from this, and we'll hopefully get better gameplay out of it. Uh, they said they do want to narrow the gap, so so that's good. They're going to work on that. Uh, the thing is, is I think that they said a while back that they're not going to have this system in uh, in the next expansion and. I, I like this system for what it tries to be. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, I would like to have picked a staff instead of a sword because, as much as I like my, uh, you know, as, as much as I like the the staves that they have in the game, I would have liked to maybe once in a while transmog it into something else, and can't right. really do that when you're when you've got a, a sword. But um, other than that, I, I like this system for what they're trying to do with it. And I wouldn't mind seeing it again so long as they make some AP quality of life improvements. Yes. So, and plus, it helps with the designers, too, because that's like 1,800 <laughs> weapons that they don't have to design anymore. Yeah. They did a really good job, though. They did. But I, if they put in all this work into the same thing for another expansion, I think it's going to feel old because we've already had it. Uh, so. Maybe. We might not appreciate it as much as we did this go-round. So you wouldn't like a weapon, like an artifact weapon, as some sort of static thing in WoW from now on? Mm, I don't know. I, I honestly, when it comes to WoW, I don't really think, this is how I want to play. I look at what they give me, and then I go, oh, okay, let's play that. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting point of view. I think of things, well, there's some things in the world that are always going to be static, and there's some things that are going to change. And I liked this. I, I did. I talk about it in past tense like it's going away tomorrow. But um, they in said time. that, this, what? In time. In will. time, yes. Time. Um, let me see. I wrote a note to myself. It says, lots of talk about one class slash character. What about giving time to alts? And that seems to be something that I've found to be a problem with the game so far. Like, right now, I've got two 110s. 
well, three. I mean, I'm talking about not my main. So I've got a Death Knight that's 110. My Monk turned 110 yesterday. My Hunter and my Demon Hunter are still 102. Uh, but I've been finding now that I have more time to level them that we have the compendiums. Yes. So I don't have to struggle for that that garbage anymore. And It makes it feel so much more worth it to mm-hmm. play an alt too. It does. It it really does because I I I hit 110 last night. I mailed myself a compendium and life was much better after that. Like you uh, Here's what Ian said. Ian said that if you give all your points or if or if you um if you don't build up your uh, your artifact. And what happens is that when you switch specs or you switch to an alt or something, and then you've got Ashbringer, he says the first time you use Ashbringer and it's all powerful, it doesn't feel that good. I'm like, no, you've got Ashbringer, dude. Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think there are some times when maybe Blizzard overthinks things because they're giving you Ashbringer. That in itself should be enough. Who cares if it's level one or level 20? You have Ashbringer, so I think that maybe there there could be a better system. But they've got numbers. You know how Blizzard always has numbers. I'm sure they have numbers about how alts are used from expansion to expansion. I'd be very interested at the end of this expansion to see how alts were used. Heck, even at the end of 7.1.5, when we get into 7.2, because one of the other questions was... Um, extending the artifact knowledge catch-up function mm-hmm. to go past the 25. Is it 1 to 20 now, the jump is? Uh, yeah. the, the book is 1 to 20, yeah. Yes. So they're going to extend that in 7.2. So I wonder how many people will simply wait until 7.2 to level their alts just because of that. Yeah, but then you're always catching up, and that's no good for the player either. And this is one thing, as much as I love the artifact system, like I just said, I love, love, love the artifact system. I I think that it held people back because I could switch from frost to fire or back and I don't have to worry about my weapon, really. I mean, maybe, you know, in some specs, you would have to decide between, well, like if I'm going from a tank to a healer, like if you're a monk or something, then you would have to have different stats, of course. But if you're going from one like int crit mm-hmm. spec to another int crit spec, then you don't have that problem. Right. Even now when my artifact is, gosh, what am I? 45, I think mm-hmm. like it's getting up there. And I look at that and I think, well, why would I even bother trying to switch to fire at this point? Even though every other fire mage is just blowing me out of the water and mm-hmm. every thing that I do, um, LFR or normal raids or dungeons <laughs> or anything it's yeah. just I put so much into frost already that it just feels useless to go back. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Here's here's another thing I'd like to see. What if the artifact power itself was just a static number for every weapon that you use? Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been nice. But I don't even remember. Was that the question that I asked? I don't remember this. Kind of. Your wording. question was taking the artifact power and moving it over to another weapon. That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah, but say having it as your weapon level that was static between artifacts. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah. So many ideas. <laughs> so little implementation options. Um, <laughs> let me see. There was another question. This is the last 
part of the notes that I have. Uh, there was okay. a question about uh, how mythic raiders are starting to burn out and how are they going to address that? And Ian said that, yeah, mythic raiding is hard and you have to not only have a special team to raid mythics, but you also have to be a special kind of person or people to run a guild that does mythics. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he used examples of like, I, and I hadn't even thought of these guilds in years. I remember when we were doing Sh- Serpent Shrine, uh, Death and Taxes was like the guild that my guild leader was always talking about. Like, well, D&T did this and and such. And, uh, and sometimes people, and, and this is what happened to me, is that I'll, I'll never forget this. The day that I had a friend's birthday party and I had to leave early because I had a raid. If I didn't raid, that I would get booted off the team. And oh, no. so it, you know, and and it's things like that that made me seriously question my role as a raider. Yes. So um, he, uh, I, this is uh, this is a note that uh, that I wrote to myself. It says, "People need to pace themselves. It's not Blizzard's fault." And and the reason why I wrote that is because some people were saying, "Well, maybe Blizzard should limit the the time that people raid." I'm like, you can't do that. It's I don't. I personally don't think that it's Blizzard's responsibility to babysit the time that other people play the game. Yeah, the um, example they used was the limited attempts on certain bosses mm-hmm. in the past, which I I don't mind one way or the other. Um, but for me, I've been there in the past as far as the hardcore rating and having to make sure you. Uh, raid and not have a real life, mm-hmm. but I did that in EverQuest, so I learned my <laughs> lesson long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I and learned my lesson in now, vanilla. Yes, now I'm completely opposite on the spectrum. I say real life always comes first. If you have something in real life to do, don't even worry about raiding. Of course, I'm not doing mythics where you need 20 people exactly. Every other mode is flex mode, mm-hmm. so that makes it so much nicer. As long as you have your tanks and your healers and you know a handful of DPS, you can do whatever. Well, I've I've raided with your group, but it was only because it was like really a carry. So my question to you is, you guys are progressing. Yes. How do you progress without the pushing? It's a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get into progression, instead of just farming, we ask that everybody... Make sure that they either do the bosses on LFR if they're open to make sure that they kind of have an idea of what's going on, even Mm -hmm. though there's more mechanics in normal. Um, But then, you know, you get the experience of being there and seeing it. Um, So that's a little bit nicer than just reading about it or watching a video. But at the very least, we want them to watch videos. Um, There's a really great series called Two Minute Tips by Line of Sight Gaming. Mm -hmm. And those are just fantastic videos because all you have to do is sit there and watch it for two minutes. And then hopefully it sticks in your brain long enough that you can come in the raid and do good. (laughs) Well, I tell you, there are times when I'll watch videos. And and i got to just make a plea to people that, that make videos. Stop. Stop, stop with the techno music over your videos. It's Aww. no, 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 it's not the music. I have nothing against techno music. The problem is that you can't hear the um the, what you need to hear. Mm. Or like if there's a, a noise or something that you need to listen for like like a, a, an instructional video with nothing but like, you know, crap music on top. Well, I say crap music. I mean, <laughs> I, I just said I I cuz I do like techno. music. No. 
st- basically what I'm saying is <laughs> stop stop taking the sounds of the game out of your videos. It's ah. terrible because because I can't hear the the what I'm supposed like if there's like um a grill or I mean you know you wouldn't have a grill in a raid but I'm just using that as an example let let or let's say there's a voice that comes up and says I am going to hit you from behind right well you need to hear that in an instructional right. video if you can't hear that in the instructional video then you're not going to know that cue is there and and so if the best the best instructional videos that I've uh, watched are the ones that uh. I've seen this. I, I'm sorry I don't have a name for these people. They'll play the video, but then they'll pause it, and they'll point to something, and they'll say, all right, look over here or listen to this, and then they'll keep the thing playing again. And I think that helps tremendously. Um, so that that's just my rant. <laughs> <laughs> As soon, and the worst are the ones that are like, oh, you know, the guy is talking over it or, you know, the girl's talking over it. And then just as the, the fight is about to start, it just goes into music. I'm like, no, no, I need to hear the cues. Was the videos you were thinking of the fat boss guys? Maybe. I don't. The, I, they I, are really good. They're usually a, a bit longer than two minute tips, <laughs> but they're usually really good as well. It's so long as. You just explain the basics in such a way where it's not a distraction, then then that's fine. Right. I but, think when it comes to progression rating, it's a matter of laying out your team's expectations mm-hmm. for the players so that everybody knows when they come in, okay, I need to show up with my flask, my food, yeah. make sure I have all my bonus roll tokens already, and you know, just the very, very basics that when you're learning how to raid, sometimes you don't know that ahead of time, but yeah. as you learn it, it just comes natural to you, I guess. Yeah. What, yeah. what gems do you have? Because the ones that I was looking at on the auction house were like 13 K gems. Yeah. Oh Lord. I have the ones where I, I ask my team, I say, what should I have? And they go here. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, that's why when I, I became a jewel crafter. I don't feel like I'm a noob, but sometimes I'm definitely a noob. Yes. Yeah. That's an example. Okay. Yeah, oh, I rely on the the knowledge of other people who know more than me, <laughs> and I'm not afraid to ask either. And I think that's one thing that some people have a hard time with is, you know, if you feel like you need to have all the professions on all of your characters and never ask anybody else for help with profession stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I think it, it just makes it more fun when it's a social game, when I can say, okay, um, I need a gem who can help me because yeah. I'm not a jewel crafter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, what are your notes? Cause you have, um, well, the AP one, I think we covered. Oh, you, you have one about the Suramore AP rewards. Yes. There has been a lot of talk about what's going to happen to your artifact power tokens. Mm-hmm. Once 7.2 comes out and they finally answered it in a way that made a lot of sense is uh <laughs> How do I explain something so massive like this in the way that Ian Hazacostas did? Um I don't know. Your artifacts will be empowered, mm-hmm. which requires 35 traits. But if you have artifact power items and you already have 35 traits, you can just use them now or vendor them if you have it completely I, I think The way that I understood it is that he was saying that if you get an artifact power item, 
and your uh, your level is a certain point, then you can use them later. If not, then you can't use them in 7.2. Yeah. It would be nice to uh, have a completely transcripted thing of how he put it. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually uh, clipped the Twitch video, so uh, we can put that link in the show notes. Okay. Yeah, send it to me. That way I'll people can get it right from the source and not have to hunt <laughs> it down in the video because my explanation was a mess. Apologies. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I have for the WoW Q and A. Um, I, I was really hoping for more meaty topics. So, it, it was a lot of um, current content clarification. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what else do you have? Nothing. That's it. Moving on. I want to talk about the hatching of the hippogriffs. Oh, that's right. Yes. If you missed it, today is the only day to do it. I'm sorry. You'll have to wait until next year. <laughs> but it's a really cute micro holiday. You go to uh, Feralis. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Feralis, Feralis. Feralis. And there's a whole bunch of little tiny hippogriffs everywhere flying around. Um, the hardest part for me was finding the little area where they are. It's south of Dire Mall. Mm-hmm. And you go there, you find an egg, you click on it, and it hatches, and you get a little hippogriff on your shoulder, and it's so cute. <laughs> is it a pet? It is a buff. Oh, it was a buff. Okay. It's a buff. So if you have it and you go into an area like a PvP type thing that clears your buffs, it will go away, sadly. Uh. I think that's one thing maybe they'll fix next year, hopefully. So do you get anything for it, an achievement or? Nope. It is simply for fun. Okay. It's to go in there, get a little cute thing on your shoulder and take lots of screenshots. (laughs) (laughs) There is a boss that you can fight after you get your hippogriff on your shoulder. And that will give you an item to extend the buff's duration for five days. So as you're listening to this, you might see people throughout the week that have their hippogriff still. And that would be why. Oh, see, I would want to name my hippogriff and have them hanging around for more than a day. Yeah, the funnest thing I've seen is people taking screenshots of their hippogriff on their shoulder and Pepe on their head. Oh, yes. Just dual birds. I forgot about that. All the burbs. Uh. <laughs> I love it. All right, my week was leveling up my monk. Um, I mentioned last week that... When I started in Sturmheim and went to High Mountain, that leveling was slow. And then for magically, and this happened with my two mages and my death knight, is that after I hit 104, leveling seemed to go really, really fast. So I thought, all right, well, this time I'm going to do it backwards. I'm going to start my monk over in Azuna, go to Valshara, and then sort of like go counterclockwise. Well, what happened there, and, and this sort of confirmed my theory, is that those two zones are so packed that you level up a lot faster in those zones and then you level up slower in Stormheim. So what happened was on my monk, I got from 100 to 105 in a day. Wow. Yeah, that was really fast. And so once I finished um, Azuna and Valshara, I was at 106. So if you think about it, 104 in one direction, 106 in another direction, and then I finished up everything with the next four levels going from Stormheim over. So that's why it seemed to be faster in Azuna and Val Shiraz because their zones are more compact and you have less travel time. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I have a question, though. What? Do you think it has anything to do with your quest rewards that give you gear? 
so that as you get better gear, you're leveling a little quicker because you're slaying mobs a little bit faster. I thought of that, but I didn't really pay attention to where my my rewards were coming from. Okay. So I couldn't tell you. Right. Because I know now on my mage, I can go in and clear world quest mobs so fast. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I finally got my warrior up to 110 and she's tank spec. Mm -hmm. So I go and do a world quest and it takes me what feels like an hour to kill one mob. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a little bit of a difference there between having um, raid gear versus no gear. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, So I did that. uh, So uh, she dinged 110 and... um, at this point, I'm going to try and just get her gear up because I think she's 785. So I want to get her up to like maybe 810, 820. Then I'm going to switch specs. I th- I'm going to probably try healing on that one because I want to switch to tanking on my Death Knight. Ooh. And, and try Those are that. both good options as far as I understand. Monk healing is very strong right now and yes. DK tanking is strong. And then uh, I... <laughs> Because of my professions, I needed a gatherer, and I've always wanted to start a, a demon hunter, and I did a few months ago. But then when I was switching servers, I figured it was silly to pay 25 bucks to switch a character over. Then I was like halfway through doing the demon hunter thing. I'm like, oh, God, maybe I just should have paid the 25 bucks. Oh, it's, wow. It's It takes to uh, – I played straight through as fast as I possibly could, and I did slash played when I was out of everything, and it was two and a half uh-huh. hours. And I thought that's it was not too bad. No, it's not too bad, but that's like two and a half hours of leveling that I really couldn't have done. And you figure now the WoW token, it gives you fifteen dollars. Yeah. So that'll be two WoW tokens. <laughs> I know. I getting maybe to do the I, math now to change gold into and time into uh real life money yeah. terms. Yeah. Maybe I should have transferred her, but all right, whatever. I didn't. It's done. But it's done. Um at the end, you have to choose between one person or another, and I just sat there doing research for like an hour or something. Like, not oh my no, maybe it wasn't an hour. It was, it was a while. It wasn't five minutes. Um, you didn't just go with your gut. Well, that's just it. Every there, I, there I go in the forums. Choices. <laughs> I go on the forums and I read what different people are saying. It's like, well, this person is a follower, but this person screwed things up, and th- oh, I'm like, oh my, I don't even know. It's like the. It was so gray. The line between the two was just so gray that at one point I found this post by somebody on the WoW forums that said, I think it it was Kane that I picked, that if you have Kane in your class hall, he says like some something about a demon hunter or something. All right, I'm just going to pick that just for the guy to chant that demon hunter thing. I can't remember what it was. And I heard I haven't gotten that far on a demon hunter to know. Um, Oh, I don't remember what it was that he said, but that's why I picked Kane. It's only because of that line. Um, I just remember getting to that point and thinking, oh my gosh, this is like the most moral choice that I have to make <laughs> in this game that is not leaving Panda Land on a baby panda. Yep. It's using Alliance or Horde. You got to pick, what is it, Kane or Altrius? Yeah. yeah. The only other time I had an issue with this was when I was playing Star Wars The Old Republic. And I had to make a choice between one thing or another, and it was, and I just sat there going, "Oh my God, what do I do?" Oh. And it turns out because you don't know if the game is programmed to have consequences for your right. choice. 
It could just be, well, which one do you want to do? That one? Okay, cool. Now move on and you never hear of it again. So that was my problem. And it turns out that sure enough, there was never any consequence based on what I chose. So, okay. Um, all right. So you do get flying in uh, vanilla, but you don't get flying in Panda Land. I found that out. So I had to pay 7,500 gold just to get flying on my Demon Hunter. Because I go to do Moshegon. Oh, here's another thing. I go to do Moshegon Vaults. And so I... I port over to Pandaland and I get on my my mount and I go to fly and I'm not flying I'm like oh all right so I <sighs> so I pay this so I transfer 7500 gold from one character to another and then I go to do Moshegon vaults and I get in and it kicks me right back out and it says brand new demon hunters can't do legacy uh dungeons or raids so please come back tomorrow what yeah so I had to wait a day and the following day, I go back. I had back. no idea they gated that. Yeah, they gated that. So I, I went back the following day, and I got booted out again. I thought, okay, maybe it's like a hard 24 hours. So right. I went back later on that night, and I was able to get in. Oh, that's good. I mean, yeah. how are you supposed to farm your pretty clothes? <laughs> you can't play WoW properly unless you look good. I know. So, well, I was going for the mountain there. Oh, okay. And I still haven't gotten it. So I still have a couple tries this week. Um, one thing I found about the uh, the Demon Hunter is that they don't have a class hall portal. Ew. No. How do you mean? Well, all right. So monks can port directly to their class hall. Mages can. Um, Death Knights have their gate. They can Warriors go right there. jump from Dalaran and up to Skyhold. Demon Hunters, for whatever reason, do not have a direct port to their class hall. It's like the one where you have to jump off Dalaran to yeah. a special little island. Yeah. Okay. It's just kind of annoying. Just a little bit. Well, first off, you've got your cooldowns on your on your portal. Oh, because it does rely on your actual yeah. abilities. Yes, it does. So there was one time when I ported over to um, I ported over to uh, um, Stormwind for something. I think it, I, I don't remember what I was doing there, but I poured over to Stormwind, and then I realized, oh, I need to go back. Oh, well, <laughs> I was like stuck. I'm like stuck there. So I farmed for a while. But and as mages, it's even more excruciating when you get stuck somewhere, and you're just like, why can't I pour it out? <laughs> I should be able to do this. Where does my mage? magic go? Hmm? No, mages, you can. What do you mean? If you're on a different character, oh, you're on a different you're character. When you're playing yeah. a mage. So so that yep. that happened. I don't know why Blizzard designed it that way. I don't know what other classes have. A paladin is a portal to their class hall in Dalaran as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about anybody else, but a lot of it seems to revolve around Dalaran. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um so I don't I don't know why demon hunters don't have that. I looked on the forums and people are like, yeah, why don't demon hunters have one when all these other classes do? Not every class does, apparently. Yeah, I have no idea for the other classes. I don't play enough vaults. <laughs> uh, and then in the middle, so, so she's my farmer. And here's the problem. So I have my monk who is my alchemist and my, and my uh, jewel crafter. The reason why is because I just, I don't like playing the druid. 
it's just not fun. I'm not into it. I was talking to some other people in the guild, and there there are some druids that are like, yeah, well, you know, I don't like it, but you know, I sort of have to deal with it. Then there are others that are like, yeah, I stopped playing my druid because it just wasn't fun anymore. They didn't like the class mechanics. So, <laughs> so I've sort of shifted from my druid to my monk because I found the monk much more fun to play. But in the meantime, I have to get the jewel crafting and the alchemy up. And so they have this new system in place now in the game where you go to your trainer, you go through something real quick, and then you can go from 1 to 800. And they give you some things that you can do in um, in Legion. So you can use Legion mats to level up as opposed to not being able to do that before. Right. The problem... Or having to go back to Draenor and use that catch-up. Right. The problem is that... I found that farming mats in Legion was not nearly as fast as farming whatever left because I always I have this this guild bank of crap that I've accumulated over the years and you know it's, I, people say why do you have so much crap I'm like because of this p- specific reason all your dusty rocks because and your I have <laughs> dried out herbs yeah yeah because I, I have it. like. <laughs> Four stacks of Ragvail, and I have like 1,250 thorium ore. Oh, my goodness. So when it came time to make thorium ore or thorium um, um, bars, bars, I'm like, oh, yep, I've got it. So that saved me a lot of trouble. But there was this gap in my – I think it was around like what would have been like the 200 to 250 range where I had to go around Fellwood and farm a whole boatload of stuff. So I did that, and the stuff is just everywhere. It's uh, between the uh, the the veins and the uh, and the herbs. There's just Philwood is just like a perfect spot. I found it better than Winterspring, at least for just getting stuff to level up with. Hmm. Um, and that helped me through to 300. Um, and the only problem now is that I found that for whatever reason, people put, um. Uh, Burning Crusade rocks on, I mean, like gems and 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 such. Uh, they put them up on the auction house for like ridiculous, stupid amount of money, like mm. fifteen gold or something for for something. I'm like, I, I I don't have these in my bank, so I feel like the deposit uh, price on the auction house there is really high for those mats for some reason too. Maybe. I where you have to sell it for a lot to even recoup any of that money. So I think like I think if I'm pronouncing this right, like Spessarite or something was going for a stupid amount of money. I'm like, I, I, even though I have a lot, it it just didn't seem practical. So for that, um, I put it aside, and then I went through the motions of continuing continuing on with jewel crafting and um, and alchemy in, in with the Legion quests. Okay. And by doing that and doing the prospecting on the ores, I was able to punch through the Legion garbage. I'm sorry, the um uh, the Burning Crusade garbage. And then that sort of got me into Wrath of the Lich King, and that's where I am now. So I have nothing past that to talk about, but yeah, punching through uh Burning Crusade, I knew that it was going to be a problem. So is it that you have to go back and do all of the dual crafting and alchemy, you or don't. you're just doing that because you have the map? No, I want to be very clear about this. I went back to farm the stuff in the older zones specifically because I found that farming the stuff was far, far faster. 
Okay, instead in of doing the old the zones, right? Okay. Because in the time that it took me to do two circuits of Fellwood, just two circuits alone, and you figure I'm stopping like every thirty yards or something to farm something, you don't have nearly that kind of uh, condensed area where you have a whole bunch of stuff in Legion. You yeah. run around Azuna or something like that, you're not going to find stuff that condensed. And right. so that's what, so I was able, so I was able to come out of that with hundreds of mats of different herbs, different rocks, that sort of thing, different ores. I came out of Felwood with so much stuff that I didn't even use it all, but I got my mining up and I got my herbalism up on that character. I would not have been able to do it that fast in Legion. Do so. you use the glove enchants in Legion that give you no. faster herbing? And I should. You have to. I know. It is a requirement. It's so worth it. I thought of it the whole time. I have it on my mage, but I just, I, I was running around. I'm going, do I really want to do this now? Nah, no, maybe I'll do it later. Every time I get a glove upgrade, I just go to the auction house and buy one and put it on my gloves because it just makes it so nice. So how so? Click on it's not Do you instant. have one of those um, mounts? Oh, I forget what they're called. They're the big robot things. I do. That you run around in. Um, if you have that and Legion Herbalism, you basically are like a Tauran Druid. You can <laughs> mount up, pick an herb right away, and then just go because it doesn't dismount you at all when you pick an herb mm-hmm. for that mount. And the Legion Herbalism, it just it's almost instant to pick an herb. It's great. Uh, all right. Maybe I'll do that later on when I go back on. Absolutely worth it. Highly recommended to anybody listening who mm. does herbalism in Legion. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, anyway, while I was farming, um, Lindian, for those of you that don't know, he was the first host of the show. He whispers old me, old school. He whispers me, and he and he says, "Oh, trying out your demon hunter." I said, "Well, actually, it's my second one because the first one I just ran through." Blah blah blah. I just told him the whole story, and he was telling me that his guild that he's been in that I was in years ago that has been raiding for so many years is starting to fizzle. Oh no. Is that people are starting to just not either either not care about raiding or they're just getting burned out. When and, you have have a guild that long too, the actual players in it grow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We go from being either teenagers to in your 30s or in your 20s to in your 40s. Like, it's, we become adults. It's kind of weird. It is weird. There are people that have written to the show that have said, like, I was in middle school when I started listening to your show, and now I just graduated from college. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so old. Uh. It's so funny. It's just so funny. But, any, but I mean, people change over the course of several years. I mean, I used to I used to be a big console game player. And lately, I just haven't found any games that really pull me into... I, I have an Xbox One and a PS4, but I hardly ever use them because... Those I, turn into the Netflix machine. Well, <laughs> I just remember what the games were like in the days of the PlayStation 1 and the uh, the PlayStation 2 and the Dreamcast when... There was just so much innovative stuff coming out. Like almost once a month, there was there was a handful of games that you must have this, you must have this. And now I just feel, eh. There's a nothing. It's like oh, it's another like Call of Duty. What are on a lot of the games we like to play are also on PC. So yeah. if you prefer to play it on PC, just buy it on PC. Like Overwatch is yeah. on everything, but it's on PC. So, yeah. so if P- you have a good gaming computer, you just buy it on that. 
Mm-hmm. So people change. And uh, I, I said to him, if you ever wanted to come over to the guild, that's fine. But I, I just, because I don't raid with them, I don't know what they're expecting or what raid mm-hmm. teams there are as such. So, um, Cross-realm grouping makes it nice, too, that yeah. you can keep in touch and still play with friends that you had on other servers as long as you're both Horde or Alliance. That needs to change. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> it is. A, well, no, I, no I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. There's so many different perspectives on that. All I know is my preference is to play with the people that I want to play with, whether or not it's a Horde or Alliance character. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Yes. It would be nice, but I know it's a dream. Yes. But I'm a dreamer, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else? That that's pretty much been my week. I haven't put any time into my Demon Hunter. Uh, so I'll, I mean my um my Death Knight. I just want to talk a little bit about the monk itself. Is that I find that the the Death Knight was fun to play because between the animations and and what you were doing and the the spells that you have, the Death Knight really felt fun to play. What race is your Death Knight? Human. Okay. I found with the monk the same thing is that if you have your if you have your cooldowns um off, I you know, you know, if if you're at a point where your cooldowns aren't aren't haven't kicked in and you can just do a whole bunch of moves one after the other, that monk is a lot of fun to play. Neat. It really is. So I I love it a what lot. I see you have your monk. Human. See, here's the reason why. About- non-human character no 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 no. i'll tell you why i have a very good reason for that is because of the um because of the xp gain because uh uh, the racial for human is that you get 10 percent more xp for i'm sorry not uh, xp i mean um uh you get 10 percent more rep oh okay yeah so that's why i did that am i um uh, of course, my demon hunter is uh, is a night elf. Yes. Yeah. Have to be an elf. Yeah. The reason that I make human characters for the ones that I have are because the human female models are crazy with their weapons. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the weapons are just huge and massive. So I made my paladin a human female so that I could have a giant hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I have a uh I no did I delete my yes I deleted my paladin. I just have no interest in playing a paladin and I have a warrior but I she's level 10. I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet. Probably nothing. I do have a baby monk that I was running the um the Valentine's Day mount dungeon with mm-hmm. all the different characters to try to get the mount that nobody ever gets. <laughs> And I do agree, the um, animations are amazing on a monk. But yeah. my monk is a dwarf. And it is the <laughs> cutest thing to see her doing a spinning kick. It's so adorable. I love it. It's like Yoda fighting the Emperor. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> if Yoda had little braids, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, but hey, that, that's been my week. So this week, what I'll probably do uh, with the weekend... I don't, I don't know. Maybe level another character. Maybe do more in my demon hunter. I don't know. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. So many options. Well, that's the fun thing about alts is that I feel like, 
I get a little burned out playing the mage, mm. who will always be my main. But I, I just feel like, oh, I want to do something different, or I want to do something from a different point of view. So that's why I play the alts. So. Yes. Um, it's fun. But I, I, I'm going to, like I said, my monk is probably going to be my healer, and then I'm going to turn my death knight, only because she's 110 now, I'm going to turn her into a tank. I haven't figured out what I'm going to do with my demon hunter yet. And then my hunter. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Have you done any of the night hold raiding yet? No. Not even LFR? No. Wait. Why no. not? Oh, no. I walked, <laughs> no, I walked in. I said, I, I, my, my guild needed somebody. And I'm like, I know nothing about it. I talked about this a week or two ago. And there is this, um, I don't know if it's the first boss in Nighthold, but it's a boss. She walks around in a circle, and then when you when you attack her, she creates these spawns of fire, ice, and arcane. Ah, Spellblade. Yeah, and we didn't do very well with that. So That one is one that we got stuck on for a little bit. She's rough. Yeah. She's really rough. Um, however, she made me realize that if they put a Spellblade class in game, I would play it immediately mm-hmm. because she's basically a mage that can also melee. <laughs> Yeah, and how come she gets ice familiars and I get a water familiar? I don't know a water elemental. Wasn't I'm a there, frost mage. I should get an ice. Wasn't there an inscription for that? Or, or am I thinking uh, of something there else? There is, but it's still water. It just looks the water. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, I like my little blub blub. He's like a little little Jello monster. Your little blub blub. Yeah, he's Mister Blub Blub. <laughs> okay. Indeed, um, I do uh, think that they're doing really well with the. Um, LFR uh, progression mm-hmm. as far as waiting a couple weeks in between opening the different uh, what are they called? Not gates. Uh, well, time gates. I guess. Yeah. The, um, oh gosh. Where has my brain gone? <laughs> <laughs> the, the little chunks that you can queue for. Um, oh, the, the wings. Yes, thank you, Wings. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Okay. I didn't yes. know where you were going with that. I get it. I should have thought of Wings. I mean, the whole hippogriff thing, all the birds. And yeah. Yeah. So I do like that they're waiting a little bit um, in between, because normally it's like every week or something I think they did in Warlords, but now they're waiting a week or two in mm-hmm. between, and I think it's giving a lot of um, a lot of time for people to learn the fights and also gear up a little bit more and... Just it's not rushing it. I really yeah. like not feeling rushed. Yeah, it's uh, it's always good. <laughs> yep. So we still don't have LFR Gul'dan, but that'll be coming up soon. And until then, you can kill everybody else. Yeah. So, so maybe I should I don't get know. in there and take a look. I, I probably should. I know I if should. If you haven't seen the Star Auger fight yet, listeners, you need to go see the Star Auger fight. It is the most beautiful fight in the game I've ever seen. Really? Yes. I've the only thing that compared, can compare to it is um, Algalon mm-hmm. in Alduar. Oh, it okay. has that same kind of starry feel, but I think they took what they learned from the development and the graphics on that one and just just blew it up. It's Oh, I love it. It's phenomenal. Wait, did you post a picture of that? I think that's where I saw it. I did. With the I green did. goat, yeah, okay. Yeah, it. Um, when you go in, it's it's in a room, and then as you fight the boss, the walls fall away, and you get to see space, and you're basically floating on a platform, but the platform is essentially the room that you were in when you first went in, 
And so the picture I tweeted was to suggest that folks uh, put their purple poo, or not purple, uh, green poo that you drop um, as a debuff, you put it around the edge of the platform in the shape of a pizza crust, because to (laughs) me it looks like a pizza pan. (laughs) But then your pizza probably won't taste very good. But yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful fight. You're in space, and it's got a lot of lore to it, and it's totally worth exploring. Experiencing firsthand. Mm, cool. Absolutely. Even if you go in there and wipe 8 million times, every time you're just going to look around and be like, this is beautiful. I don't even care that we're wiping. It's gorgeous. <laughs> At least that's how I was. <laughs> Maybe I'll try raiding this weekend. I don't know. I'll see. Am I going to have to drag you along again? No, but you see, that was different <laughs> because that you were just running me through. You were just carrying me. I mean, like, it- actually... You you think it was a carry, but you did very well. I, you I were not uh, you were not being dragged along at all. You did very well. Thank you. Uh, I know a lot of people have anxiety when it comes to joining a raid team, and it can be really hard because a lot of people are very hardcore and expect the most out of their players. And just when you find a good raid team, just it's great. Yeah, because I I went in with my raid team to Nighthold the other day, like a, or a couple weeks ago, and. It's like, why don't you have a gem? It's just, I don't know. It's just, I would really like a a raid leader that doesn't sound like they're talking down to people. Mm -hmm. That would help a lot. Yep. So. It makes a difference when your raid team are also your friends. Yeah. Because you can give each other crap, but it's still not in a malicious way. Yeah. 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 All right, so I think that's fine. Gonna, that you're good. I think that's going to do it for this show. Hooray! We recorded a warcast. <laughs> the does, cast of war. How the does cast. everybody get a hold of you? Cara? Oh gosh, you can tweet me at Zandara X A N D A R A, and my name is Kara, and it's pronounced funny compared to Zandara. I know. <laughs> and you can hear her doing last week in Trek. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so much fun, you guys. Mike lets me have fun, and he puts a little clip of my goofy editing of his previous war or Warcast episode. No, that's not the show. His previous This Week in Trek episode up on This Week in Trek. Yes. Well, it's it was amazing. your idea. It was your it's idea. It's amazing it to idea. have just the opportunity to do it, and you should go listen to it, even if you're not a Trekkie, because... They don't aim to make you laugh, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Starmike World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. Thank you for listening. Right and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.